We are back! And did you miss us? Of course I did. We're the bomb. We are. We're the best. We're your favorite podcast besties. Okay, I want to talk about something that happened today. Two things that happened today, actually, that I haven't talked about yet. And we okay. just recorded a podcast episode, and I haven't got to talk about them. First off, my rooster met his demise today because he decided he was going to flog my nine-year-old. Like, got on top of, grabbed her arm on top of her and started pecking her head. So, he is no longer. Maybe he thought she looked a little nutty. He's been on one. And I told Daniel, I was like, the next time that motherfucker gets one of us, like. The funniest thing, though, was when he was chasing Morris across <laughs> there. That was the funniest thing. He was chasing Morris across the yard. No, he was chasing Piper across Piper, the yep. yard. And Piper would turn around and she'd go, ah. And then I was like, it's okay, baby. It's okay. Just keep going. He's not going to mess with you. Like, it's fine. And she ran back to the house. And Morris was trying to catch him. Yep. I was like, you guys are ridiculous. So she's scared. He's trying to catch it. I'm like, whatever. We also had a goat for a couple hours today. My neighbor's goat decided, well, no. My neighbor's goat decided to get out of its pen, wherever that was. You good, bro? Okay. Her dog, I'm pretty sure, chased it up into our yard. Daniel found it. The coolest little thing ever. We did try to walk it home. And I say little very loosely because... It was a full-grown goat. It was a big boy. It had a waddle to him because he was so big. Anyways, super cute. Super sweet. Tried to walk it back home. Decided it wanted to follow us back home. Whatever. Super sweet. Another thing that happened today. This is technically the third thing, but I forgot about the goat because it literally happened right before we started recording. I, I pull in and they walk up the driveway with this goat. And I'm like, did you get a new pet or something? And the kids are like, yeah, it's our new pet. And I'm like, oh, okay. It's a feigning goat and Daniel's trying to get it to faint, but it would not. Would not. Anyways, Hazel is having some... Not necessarily issues, but doing some things she probably shouldn't at daycare. Oh, gosh. What did she do now? The other day, she said motherfucker. Yeah. At daycare. So, then, you know, the daycare lady, she's like, I tried my hardest not to laugh. And I was like, Hazel, what did you say? And she's like, motherfucker. And she's like, I couldn't think of anything but you because she sounded just like you. She was like, but then I told her, she's like, no, Hazel, you can't say that. Well, then today I get to daycare and she proceeds to tell me that Hazel has been teaching the kids how to open and shut doors. Like house doors? House doors. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And I'm like, great. Thank you, Hazel. For showing a bunch of other kids. Granted, like... How to escape. Maybe they were plotting an escape. Maybe. They can't open, like, the big, big door because her big door sticks. But, like, bedroom doors and stuff. So, when they're supposed to be playing upstairs or, like, supposed to be taking a nap. What happened today is she was supposed to be napping. She had fallen asleep, but I guess had woken up. Proceeds to open the door because her 
her bed is right next to the door, open the door and then slam it shut. Scared the shit out of the daycare lady. Oh, because she gosh. thought Hazel had gotten out of the bed, but she didn't get out of the bed. She just had stood up and opened the door. Well, the other kids were up there playing and they had got the door open. Hazel had showed them how to open the door. So they were running around upstairs. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. At least she's a leader and not a follower. She is. She is 1,000% a leader. She's going to show everybody how to do the bad things. Which we tell her to go to the bathroom all the time by herself here because she's at that point to where we don't have to watch her go to the bathroom. Like, she's got it down. She knows what she's doing. She still has accidents, but that's mainly because she just doesn't feel like going. And it's way cooler to pee your pants sometimes. Right. But, yeah, so I've been having to deal with her being crazy at daycare. Mischievous. But she doesn't pee her pants at daycare. She pees her pants at home, but acts like a jackass at daycare. Fine. <laughs> what is wrong with I don't see an issue Our daycare with lady loves her, though, so Hazel can do no wrong in her eyes. I'm just like, this kid, I'm going to lose it. But nothing really funny happened lately. Usually one of the kids, at least once a week, pulls off something funny. Nothing really this week. Last week, really. I don't know. I My kids are angels at daycare. Angels. Because Amy don't deal with that shit. Yes. <laughs> like, the other... Mo- okay, so, like, kind of funny. Kids usually take a, sn- a snack. Sorry, I've got a cold... And my nose is getting stopped up. So, Excuses. Yeah, I know. Sorry. That's why we're recording on Thursday and not Tuesday because I'm sick. So the kids take a snack in the truck on the way to daycare. And usually it's like a cheesesteak or a cookie or something along those lines. Like something small they can eat between the time we leave the house and they get to daycare because Amy doesn't let food come in. Because it makes the other kids want it or whatever, allergies, whatever. I totally understand. So, like, we're getting ready to pull into Amy's driveway, and I'm like, okay, kids, finish your cookies. We're pulling in. Piper goes, I'm going to finish it, Mom. Don't worry. So, she's over there shoveling this cookie in her mouth, or two cookies, actually, because they decided to take two cookies each that morning. Usually, it's only one. So... We're doing all that, and I'm like, okay, let's get out of the truck. We got to go. Mommy's going to be late. So we're walking up the steps. Morris is slowly walking, slowly nibbling on his cookie. Piper is still eating her cookie, and we get in the front door, and we're standing right inside the front door, and Amy walks over, and Piper shoves the rest of her cookie in her mouth and tries to smile at Amy, and her mouth is completely full (laughs) of cookie. And I was like, I am so sorry. They decided to take two cookies instead of one this morning. I was like, usually it's just a small snack to get them to daycare. And I was like, and I don't know about Morris. And she's like, it's okay. And it was really funny the way Piper just shoves it in her mouth and was like, okay, I'm ready. You're not taking this. Yeah. Let's go eat breakfast. And Morris, I think I had to take the rest of his. But he's just like. Take a little bitty nibble and, like, suck on the cookie. And I'm Uh like, dude, eat your cookie. Yeah. Like, don't savor it. Eat it. Yeah. It's the only thing. 
of anything else that's happened in my house, honestly. My mind is drawing a complete blank on anything else going on. We haven't really been doing anything. Oh, I did find out that my children love soup. Oh, yeah? So, Morris loves cheesy soup. So, the other day, I made, you know, Sunday. It was nice, cool, you know, perfect fall day. So, I'm like, I'm making soup today. So, I made cheesy potato, and then I started my chili. So, I'm in there stirring the cheesy potato soup, and I wanted to test or, like, taste the flavor of it to see how, you know, if I needed to add anything to it. So, I fill the ladle, ladle up. Set it on the stove so the ladle full of soup can cool off. And I go mess around, whatever. I come back and I'm tasting it. And Piper walks in and she's like, I want to taste. And I was like, it's still kind of warm, but you can try it. And she goes, ooh, that's good. Let me have another drink. So I give her more. And she eventually finishes the whole ladle. Like I got one little taste and she finishes the ladle. So then I go and I go into the other room and doing whatever and... I come back in the kitchen and I'm like, why is the ladle in the soup bowl? Well, I reached up there and put put the spoon in there so I could get some more, but I couldn't get it out. <laughs> put the whole ladle in the soup. And I was like, okay, sweetie. I was like, it's really hot, so let's not do that. Like, okay, mom, I'm sorry. So we go in the other room and I'm doing something and the kids are in there and then they... One of them goes to the bathroom. One of them goes to, like, the kitchen area. So I'm like, okay, no big deal. They are both in there on a stool eating soup out of this ladle <laughs> out of the pot. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? And Morris has a whole cup, like, plastic cup, about a quarter of the way full of soup. And Morris goes, nothing, and shrugs his shoulders. And Piper's like, brother wanted to try the soup too, mom. So they're in there eating the soup that's hot as hell out of this pot. I was like, oh my gosh, like took a stool over there so they could eat the soup. They were hungry. They weren't. They might have been a little hungry. Supper time, yep. I was like, oh my gosh, kids. Oh, somebody gets hurt. Let's take after their dad. They don't like soup. They barely like chili. Harper will not eat chili because it has beans in it. And she, for some reason, doesn't like beans. Yeah, so my life's hell. Yeah. <laughs> you I'm can come to my person. house and eat soup because I've made all kinds of soups lately. Oh, no. I'm still making soup and they're still going to eat it or they're going to starve. The as rule a, in our house is you either eat what I cook or you can have a ham sandwich. That's it. Ham or peanut butter sandwich. I don't That's what I told Harper the other night. It was having something. She was like, I don't like this. Oh, I made the lasagna roll-ups. Oh, yeah. And she was like, I don't want this. And I was like, well, then I guess you can have a peanut butter sandwich because yeah. that's what else is for dinner. I'm not making for anything. For the longest time, so Remy has always been a picky eater. So, like, Stephen and I like decent food. So, we would have, like, steak, a salad, and a side. And Remington... For the longest time, he'd be like, I don't eat steak. I'm like, dude, you love steak, but okay. So we would make another meal. So we would have steak and a salad, Stephen and I would, before we had the two little ones. And we would have to make Remington something completely different. Like, we would have pasta. 
and we'd have to make him something completely different. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. But then my brother was living with us for a while, and he would constantly go in there, and he'd be like, ah, I don't like what you're making for supper, so I'm going to make something different. Dirty up every other pot and pan that I didn't use, or throw fit because I used the pots and pans that he needed to make whatever he was making, and make just a complete mess. So I told everybody in the house, I was like, from now on, I don't care who who you are, if you're eating in this house, do not like supper, you can have a ham sandwich, ham and cheese, whatever, turkey, you know, we usually have turkey meat, or you can have a peanut butter sandwich. You either eat what I make, or you can have some type of sandwich. Yeah. Ham sandwich, or peanut butter sandwich. I'm done making multiple meals. Like, if the two little ones don't like it, and I know they're not going to like it. So last night we had veggie soup over at Sadie's. And they're not quite ready for that type of soup. Like they right. can do the cheesy soup and they can do the chili. You never brought the, me any. Oh, man. Because yeah. I forgot about it. Forgot about that, my bad. But we get home and they're like, we're hungry. We're hungry. And I was like, I'll make you some chicken nuggets. Right. Because like didn't really have, had meat in it. She sliced her finger open doing that. We walk in, or I walk in, so Stephen walks in with the kids, or with, he walks in before I do, so he gets there like two minutes before I do, mm-hmm. and I walk in with the kids, Sadie's standing there with her finger wrapped in a paper towel above her head, and Stephen's slicing up the meat. So, like, she had barely started cooking, barely started cooking, maybe cut a couple pieces of meat, and sliced her finger open. There was blood all over the floor. I just cleaned that I know. floor. I wiped it up. I cleaned it. But I was like, blood? Well, I say all over the floor. There was like three big puddles of blood. Like gone. quarter to half dollar size puddles of blood on the floor. And like we were changing the band-aid. And I was like, does this need stitched up? And she's like, yeah, probably. And I was like, you got a sewing kit? I know how to stitch. I was like, I've been watching a lot of Grey's Anatomy. Oh, my God. And she was like, no, I think I'm good. I was like, all right. Like, I I need the practice. She was so excited about her bed yesterday. She was like, she said, after you guys left, she was like, I need you to come here for a second. And I was like, okay. And she was like, I need you to lay down on my bed. I was like, I heard that you got a new one. Is it nice? She's like, it's so nice. And then I laid down in it. I was like, that's it. I'm not coming over to clean your house anymore. I'm going to come over and take a nap. Yeah. Come over, clean for an hour, rent the bed for an hour. Exactly. Perfect. Uh, Yeah, she was so excited. Well, and like, I've got this cold, so we were over there last night, and it was only, like, I, I didn't go to work Tuesday. I felt like absolutely, absolute dog shit. Like, I felt like I was going to die. I went to bed mon- Monday or Tuesday... Monday or Tuesday night, probably Monday night, like as the symptoms were starting to hit and I laid down in bed and my eyes just started running, like not even watering, like running down my face like I was bawling my eyes out. So I was like, I had to get up two or three times and like wipe my eyes and I didn't have any makeup or anything on because I just showered before bed, hoping to feel better and sleep good. I woke up the next morning. I couldn't breathe. I had a headache. It was just terrible. Like just a, it's a cold because my children go to daycare. And I have a child that goes to school and 
to wash his hands. So that'll like, do it too. I totally get why I'm sick. But I'm like, man. So I didn't go to to work on Tuesday. And then Wednesdays when we went over there and she's like, go lay in that bed, go lay in that bed. And I was like, I'm not laying in your motherfucking bed. I don't care how nice it is. Don't want to get you sick. And she's like, oh, it's fine. I was like, it is not. I hate getting people sick. I hate being the reason why somebody else is sick. Like, I don't care if it's just a common cold. Right. But I have. Not the new strain of ever, COVID. It or- is. Yeah, she Yeah, it is. Yeah. She's giving me the vid. Right before my fucking birthday. I will lick your face before I leave. Heard that. She's going to assault me before she leaves my house. Assault me. So, if I'm sick, it's all Lish's fault. Don't care. How rude. Fine. Your birthday is like two weeks out. 17 days. Yeah. Piper's was 17 days yesterday. Yeah. That makes sense. Duh. Uh, I have like five birthdays back to back. Like literally every single day. The last five days of the month. 26, 27, 28. There's just 29. Mm-hmm. And then somebody's the 30th. Yeah. October is a big month in our family. Counting you in as family because you're about to marry Stephen's cousin. Right. I've got a cousin, a brother. Actually, we start at the beginning of the month. But Sadie's birthday. My older sister's birthday. My youngest brother's birthday. My youngest brother of my mom's kid's birthday my cousin my full cousin you piper seven steven's grandma eight other one but yeah eight birthdays in one month very busy month well my birthday falls october 29th is November 5th. We are exactly seven days apart. So we have to plan this shit very strategically. You get to celebrate the weekend before your birthday. So like the 27th, 28th. Well, 28th. And then the 29th falls on a Sunday. And then we'll celebrate Hadley's birthday that next. Yeah. Which her birthday would fall on that Sunday. So. Which I don't even know what the hell we're doing for my birthday. Well, Daniel, I didn't want anything. I didn't want to do anything. We're poor anyway, so it doesn't even matter if I did want to do something. It doesn't matter. We're doing Piper's birthday the weekend before because we've got Remington that week. Right. We're going to the zoo and then Boo at the zoo. We'll be free that weekend. We're doing something with Piper during... Oh, you could go with Piper and Sadie and I, and we can go get our nails done. Oh, that would be fun. Sadie's taking Piper shopping and to get nails done. And Steven said he'd buy your nails for your birthday. Or Steven and I would buy your nails. Birthday. I'll do that on your birthday and go shopping. Go out to eat. Uh, I was planning on getting my belly button pierced for Colleen's birthday. Because Colleen's birthday is in three days. It's on the 15th. So we we always like celebrate our birthday month together. 
Just whenever you can fit in a day yeah. because your mom's like it. Yeah, pretty much. So we just celebrate like our birthdays together. And we've done this the past two or three years. Just me and her. Nathan's usually in the field. And I'm like, nah, to me, birthdays are a big deal. So me and her always do something. Well, last year we got our noses done. I take my nose ring out because it got infected last week. Literally last week. I had to take it out. So now I'm contemplating like, do I want to get my nose redone? It got infected because the nose ring that I was wearing, the paint chipped off inside my nose. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So if you, is it healed up already? Yeah. It's closed up. I mean, I can pierce it myself. I've done it once already. I had to redo it when it fell out. So. So Like if you redid that, it heals and gets Rid of the infection, yeah, like and like the infection's gone now. Yeah, like it like doesn't it's not hurt or anything. Or anything. Yeah, so we we'll get our belly button do. done. See, and that's what I want. I've been do. wanting mine done too. I want to get my belly button done. And Colleen had hers done and got pregnant, and then got pregnant and took it out. Yeah, so that's what I told her that I We're wanted getting to do ready this to year. Go into the winter months, and you're not like supposed to swim or do any of that kind of stuff because of the risk and. Infection. Right. So it's perfect so like time. Winter months, perfect timing. Or you guys could get your nipples pierced. I thought about it. She won't do it. She will not. She 1000% Colleen. It's so crazy because she is the most um what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah. Dang it. I am out there. I do all of this stuff. You're like, a wild child, and she's like a very reserved. She's very reserved. Colleen, person. she doesn't like to talk about sex. But like then she again, doesn't. She like, does some things, and I'm like, God damn, Colleen. Like I don't even remember, but there was something, and I was like, Oh man, Colleen did that. Like you were telling me something, and I was like, Oh my. The God. riskiest thing that I have ever seen Colleen do, and it's only because she was peer pressured to do it. Literally was at her batch. They had a joint bachelor bachelorette party and we rode in a party bus. And she, let me tell you, that girl wore a very promiscuous outfit. And I was so proud of her. She was, she did not feel comfortable in it, but I was so proud of her because I was also wearing something very promiscuous. But she did get on the stripper pole for like 0.2 seconds. And I was very proud of her. Yeah, I would be too. Was she drinking? Barely. Ah. I have heard stories of her back in the day. Back in the day, I've heard that she was she was wild. Ever since she became a mom, she's kind of lost that. She's been very, very tame. Tame. Still love her to death. She is the one that mellows me out. She keeps me even. She tells me when I'm being an idiot, which is a lot. She has a full-time job on her hands. With you? Yeah. Somebody the other day was like, I just really need a friend like Colleen. I was like, yes, you do, but you cannot have her. Sorry. And they were like, please, just a little. And I was like, no, absolutely not. I don't have a friend like that. I literally told Colleen the other day. We were at, it was the kids' last ball game. Hadley was cheering. Connor was playing football. Okay. She went to talk to somebody. Some friend that she had known from years and years ago. And she came back up to me and I was like, we can't be friends anymore, you friend slut. You're just over here talking to all these friends. Oh my gosh. 
But she blushed and was like, what do you? She is. I love so, Colleen. She's so amazing. I literally could not live life without her. 1000%. She's the person I could not live without. Lish, I couldn't live without you either. But me Lies. and you are a lot alike. That we you are very. Me. I am definitely more out there. I'm you just need a friend. Boisterous. Right. You always need that friend that will like a level friend. So there you there should be a group of three. So the one that's just the wild child, the one that's like level, so right in the middle, and the one that's like at the not the bottom, that's not the word I'm trying to say, but the one that's like super mellow, like Anger. super quiet. Yeah, quiet, like doesn't do anything wrong. Like you need those three people to be in a friend group. Like those are the three types. Let me tell you, Colleen might not be the one that's out here. I Like, she doesn't do the podcast. I have asked her so many times to be on the podcast with me. She fucking hates it. She will never do it again. I don't think you have a setting on this that would make her voice register. You could duct tape this to her face. <laughs> she does talk very quiet. And sometimes I'm like, bro, I can't hear you. You got to talk louder. The other night when the furnace or the wood stove yep. was running and the heater and the fan, I was like, she's over there talking, but I can't hear a single thing she's saying. I literally can read her lips now. Yeah. I don't even think that she I've been able to hear her. She lips enough to read. I can read lips pretty well. She doesn't move her lips even. Like, her lips just stay together. But if I ever need to find something oh. out about someone, she'll, she'll find out. Even if she don't know, she's going to find out. Like, she... I am very good she at being a detective. She might be like an FBI agent, and we just don't know it she because she's so is. quiet. But she's poor like us, too, so. Oh, it's fine. I don't even know how we got here, but now this podcast is all about Colleen. She won't even be on it. Fucking loser. She doesn't listen either, She doesn't does listen she? either. You're going to have to send this one to her and be like, hey, I need you to edit this. I'm going to have to have you take a listen. Yeah, just send this to her so that she knows how much we love her and how amazing she is. Because she is... A really amazing person and a great mom. She is. And She's I don't amazing. think she gets told that enough besides from you. I do tell her a lot. She needs to hear that. She is really great. Let me call Oh. The other day, me and her went grocery shopping. And man, it's been so, like, it was just so nice to have a day where we didn't have to worry about anything. Next time you go, can you do it on a Saturday so I can go with you? Maybe. We probably can. I'm going to get a tonneau cover for it. There you go. For the I the figured. For the 19, I'm going to get a tonneau cover for it or whatever cover for it. And it's my truck. Steven knows this. <laughs> it is mine now. Yeah. We're taking it Saturday to get the transmission put in. Like, you do not drive it whenever we get it home. <laughs> Ever. He did. So it's a dually. I don't know if anybody has seen a dually do two donuts on a gravel road back to back. 
is freaking amazing. <laughs> Dooleys are not meant to do donuts like that. And that is why the transmission is tore out because it runs so well. He had a tune put on it when he had some stuff done to it. And so it runs really well. And if anybody, like, I know this is a mom's podcast, but if anybody knows anything about vehicles, like, when a vehicle runs good, like, you can tell. Like, you don't ever have to, you don't ever get that jerk when you hit the gas and runs real smooth, not real bumpy and that kind of stuff. It runs so nice. And I was like, this is mine now. You can drive the junk and I will drive the children in the nice truck. (laughs) And the groceries will be picked up in the nice truck. But yeah, I'm going to get a cover for it. There you go. So that I can actually buy groceries. Right. It's been probably six months since I've been able to like go to the grocery store, pick out the groceries I want. Mm -hmm. Like we do the Aldi's pickup or delivery. Just because we haven't really had a vehicle that can go there, pick them up. Because we have a single cab truck and a door and a half truck. Right. So don't have one that, and none of them have AC. So this summer has been ridiculous. So much fun. Yeah. Like I drive seven minutes to work, so it's really not that bad. But not enough to have to drive to Moberly or Mexico or whatever. Next time you guys do that, like, if you guys can wait until, like, next, not next weekend, the weekend after, we'll go get our nails done and go shopping for your birthday. There we go. Birthday. And Sadie can go because she wants to go buy Piper's nails and outfits and whatever. (laughs) Piper is spoiled rotten by her Gigi. I haven't been out with other adults besides my husband in months. It was so nice, honestly. Like, me and Colleen don't go out a lot. We really don't. We are, we have two-hour phone calls probably once a week talking about bullshit. I see her every weekend, almost every weekend. But, like, actually us doing things without our kids and without our husbands never happen. So, like, whenever, Colleen is also the most homebody motherfucker I've ever met in my life. The only place that she goes that's not her home is my home because it's basically her home. Right. Getting her to go out, I was surprised she even said that she would go with me. So I was like, hey, I need to go get groceries. Will you come with me? And then it took her about two hours to respond. And she was like, yeah, I guess I'll go. I'll go. It took her that long. (laughs) And I was like, all right. Prepare herself. And then. Public. She told me whenever I got her, I guess we were on our way there, and she was like, I almost canceled on you this morning. And I was like, and then I would have showed up at your house, and I would have drug you outside. Yeah. Because I probably would have killed you. Like, absolutely not. You were not allowed. What was her reasoning for canceling? She just... Didn't- she didn't feel like it. She didn't feel like going, which is totally fine. That's a valid answer. Yeah. However, not to me. Come on today i can force you to go maybe nobody else can no is not a valid answer whenever i tell you that we're gonna go do something because she would do the same shit to me she'd be like too fucking bad too bad so sad yeah sorry you don't want to but we're going to that those are the friends that you need one that says ah it sucks to suck but we're doing this 
the amount of times that we've pushed each other outside of our comfort zones. Mostly me. Because I made her get her nose done. She'd been talking about it and talking about it and talking about it. I was like, just fucking do it. We're doing it. Like, it's happening. And she had no choice. And then we got a gloves on. Or we could go get tattoos. Little tattoos. Something like 30 minute, 20 minute or whatever. Little tattoos. Oh, not ready for I don't tattoos? think, I don't, I am. I would do it. Doesn't she have tattoos though? I thought she had a couple. Like little ones. No? Maybe. I think she has one. One or two. But I don't think I could convince her. She had another one? I don't think so. I really don't think that I could that I could definitely convince her to get her belly button done. Not her nipples, though. She's not not adventurous. Would not get my nipples she, done. But why? I would not. Why not? Nope. I don't have big enough boobs for them to look good. It would look like hung a giant Christmas ornament on a Charlie Brown tree. Oh my good god. Perfect example. That is not a good example. It is. A little bitty tree, a giant ornament. Oh my good god. I'll enjoy the tree without the giant ornament on it. I've really thought about getting them. I'm The only thing I'm nervous about is that it's going to get hung on something and rip off. That's what scares the shit out of me. I could never get my clip pierced, though. People do that, and I... No. I literally was listening to something today that was talking about how this person had their clip pierced, or, like, the hood of the clip pierced, and we're getting a Brazilian... And a little bit of wax got on it and ripped the ring out. Didn't tear the skin, but forcefully ripped the ring out. And there was blood everywhere. That's something you need to ask our waxing lady. You know, I'll ask her, but I'm not going to get one. No, but like ask our waxing lady if that's even possible. For sure it's possible. Nah, I don't know. Like remember some of the first questions that I asked her? Yeah, but if it's on the hood, like some people have hair, and if just a little bit of wax accidentally falls down on it, and you rip a smooth surface, it might tug it a little bit. I don't know how it would pull it completely through. Do you? I know you have felt her rip those motherfuckers off of you. That's different. If she doesn't know that it got wax on it and rips it, no, I feel like our waxing lady would be at it and she'd be like yeah i think i got a piece of wax on it like she would look if you're like hey i've got a piercing down there why wouldn't you just take it out when you're getting waxed just in case yeah that would yeah i totally would have i don't have one so i don't know i don't know you don't know because if you go to a one-time waxing place and it's just like hey i gotta go to this random place to get a wax or if you're like got this piercing and I'm I don't know maybe new to it I had it done very long I don't know Cindy I don't have it done I don't either our waxing person is person is great so like I know she would have noticed it and not done it 
She would have been like, Ann, let me pull this out. You might have a little tug. Just hold on. Like, our waxing person is that good. Like, she saw that. She'd be like, yeah, I got to be careful with that. Like, I just know. I mean, I would think so, too, but. I know. Our accidents happen and crazier things have happened for sure. See, I also heard that if. Or sometimes, like, if you get a Brazilian done. They can get it on like the inside and w- rip your uterus out. And she told me and there was no freaking way. <laughs> that was a lie. That was the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. Totally asked her. I was like, you know, I've always heard. And I told her and she was like, there's no way. There's no way. And I was like, well, that's kind of what I thought. But, you know, I started talking about getting a Brazilian for the first time. And all these horror stories popped up on TikTok, Facebook, everything. So you never know really don't i don't know maybe they stuck the waxing stick inside of her and tried to rip it out i don't know don't like that's the crazy thing to me is they don't get anywhere close to your opening for it to exactly like if you got a hemorrhoid or something maybe they might rip on that motherfucker but like do they even like they don't technically do the butthole but like if you get close who knows Honestly. Okay, let's get on to another subject. Good God. What are your kids going to be for Halloween? Well, we've got a couple different options. We haven't purchased outfits yet or costumes. Me neither. So for them, it was down to like Blippi and Mika off of the little blippy tv show and then he has mika come on and then there's a mika show my kids were watching that for a while um there's no real costumes for mika so you'd have to make your own and the blippy costume you can get the dress up kit or you can get a costume and the costume is all in one so it's one piece mm-hmm. So they, like, once they grow out of it, they wouldn't be able to use it. Or there's the dress-up kit or, like, the play kit, which is what I would have done. And then bought, like, the orange shirt or whatever to go with it. Because it's got the hat, the glasses, and the little belt or whatever he wears. Can't find a Mika outfit, and I want it to look perfect if I'm going to dress them like it. Probably not going to do that. So then we thought Nightmare Before Christmas... With the two little ones. Because Remington informed me that he is too old to trick or treat and dress up. Because we were all going to go as the Adams family. Steven and I were going to be the mom and dad. Piper was going to be Wednesday. Morris was going to be Pugsley. And Remy was going to be either Uncle Fester or Cousin It. Like, I'm too old to retreat. I'm too old to have a costume. And I'm like, well, you don't have to dress up with us if you don't want to. But, like, if you want to dress up, let me know and I'll get your costume ordered. Old. And I was like, okay. I was like, if we get a couple days before Halloween, Mm -hmm. because he's not with us that weekend, but he'll be with us Thursday night before. Like, the Halloween walk in town. Right. Like, so you let me know. And, like, they don't have school on Friday of the Halloween walk. Yeah. I'm like, you have to let me know before that week. 
Because I'm not going somewhere. Like, if you change your mind the night before or the week of, like, and I don't have time to get somewhere, like, I'm not doing that. I'm not going out at 9 o'clock the night before because you change your mind. But, so those were our options. I have had so many issues finding the right costume, and I am very particular. So last year, we all had blow-up costumes. Mm-hmm. The inflatable. Steven was a skeleton unicorn. I was a unicorn. Piper was a princess unicorn with the blow-up costume. And Morris was a dinosaur blow-up. We all had blow-up costumes last year. Super cute. I loved them. I still have most of them. One of them got left out in the rain. From the Halloween walk at the fairgrounds. So, we have most of those. I thought they were just perfect last year. Like, everybody had a cute costume. We all wore them. Adorable. This year, very before Christmas, I cannot find the perfect outfits for toddlers. Because they're still in toddler sizes. I don't know what to do because I really want to have them dress up like that not find the perfect costume so it's still kind of up in the air i'm gonna be honest got no idea what my kids even want to be no idea what we're gonna do i'm probably just gonna make costume this year costumes this year because we are that poor um i don't know i'll come up with something they still have like costumes or like play clothes and shit in their room so we can figure out something there and i have princess outfits well my kids have so much fucking money So many. Yeah. So, like, I've got all kinds of princess. Piper has a unicorn princess dress that she got from her Gigi and Nono whenever she gave up her pacifier. They bought her an outfit. No, her her Nono did. It was like, if you throw that in the trash right now. So, he was like, if you throw that in the trash right now, I'll order this for you. And I was like, ugh. You need to order it, and as soon as it gets in, you trade her. Yeah. You know, you trade her that dinky for that costume. He did, and it worked. Gave it up. She's like, I'm done, which we had worked on weaning before, and she was almost done with it. But it took just that little extra. It came with a necklace, a headband, a pretty beautiful dress. So, got that. And then I've got... A couple other, like, princess dresses in the closet that were Halloween costumes that I got on sale a couple years ago for, like, $2. So, I bought a ton of them. Yeah. And we've got all kinds of costumes. But I want them to have cute matching costumes. Right. That's what we've done every year so far. Yeah, and I don't know what we're doing this year. So, I need a costume if any of our listeners can help me out. For work, we are doing 80s-themed costumes for everybody at the courthouse for, like, the day that the Halloween walkers come through town and do all that. So if anybody has any 80s outfits that they would loan me in a size small, and I'm 5'3", if that helps anyone, greatly appreciate that because I don't even know what to dress up as because every time I look online it's the jumpsuits or the workout I don't want to do that 
I got you. Because I already got a very good idea. I need a little help. If anybody can help me, or if anybody has some of the outfit, I would greatly appreciate it. All right. On to our last. I can find my mouse. There you Over are. Here. Oh, got it. So we're going to do another round of the mama advice. Mama advice. All right. You ready for this one? Am I? Probably not. My mother-in-law has been overstepping her grandma boundaries since she found out I was pregnant with my child, who is now almost two. From choosing the theme of the nursery to even telling us how she wants my child to be raised and having an absolute temper tantrum when we don't do what she wants. My husband tried talking to her about it, which we had thought went over well. But turns out she ended up treating my child like garbage and completely ignored my child and continued to do so until he told her we were sorry and didn't mean it. We unfortunately live with my mother-in-law. My child had caught strep throat and had a rising fever well over 101 and nothing was helping lower it. I was going to take him to the pediatrician for some advice, but mother-in-law informed me that I was not allowed to take my child anywhere and that I was being overdramatic. After giving them Tylenol and waiting two hours with no improvement, I took my child, which resulted in her telling me to grow up and that if I had watched them like I was supposed to, then none of this would have happened and they wouldn't have a fever at all. And that I shouldn't take them in for something that's my fault. At this point, all I can do is grit my teeth and let her be this way. The latest incident occurred yesterday when I went to get my child dressed. With the holidays, we let them run around in clean pajamas and realized that their shirt sat two inches above their belly button belly button realizing that my child is ready for the next size up in shirts which we have a few just in case something like this I, and i started to bag up the ones that didn't fit this sent my mother-in-law over the edge she demanded to know what i was doing with her baby's clothes I calmly let her know that my child was in the next size up and that she informed me that my child is not in the next size up because the pants from the previous sizes still fit. And so what if their belly hangs out the arm, hangs out? Nope. She typoed here. Give me a second. So what if their belly hangs out or the arms of their sleeves are too long? Nope. Got it. So what if their belly hangs out? The arms of their sleeves are too long. I'm currently pregnant with our second child, and we are talking about a nursery theme just for my mother-in-law to tell me that we are doing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star with this one because she did it with my husband's nursery. I guess this is just more of a rant than anything. I haven't asked her to lay back because she will only listen to my husband, tries to justify her... to say she meant to say and he tries to justify her behavior with the well i didn't get to do all these with my kids so we're going to do them with yours oh my god 
and I don't want to deal with her treating my child like trash because she doesn't get her way. I'm just not sure how to go about doing this with her. Okay, first of all, first of all, I'm going to stress this. Is it never a good idea to move in with either your parents if you are married or with kids? At all. Ever. I understand that some circumstances make it. That's the only situation. Yeah. Like Like that's the only. Yeah. Make it to where you have to. I understand that. But if it is a situation because we have talked about it. So the housing market last year or the year before it was. Crazy high. And we were going to be able to get over double what we paid for our house when we bought it a couple years ago. Over double what we paid for it. And we're going to have a nice stack to be able to put towards a new house and be able to be in a bigger, better, nicer house. Mm-hmm. But you weren't able to get a house right away. Yep. So we would have had to live in either a rental or our my mother and father-in-law's place for a while would have been a good financial option for us then. Like if we would have been able to sell our house, be almost debt-free, live with my mother and father-in-law for a year and be able to look and save up the money to live And have a bigger, better, nicer place. That would have been a great option for us. But don't ever do it. It always causes issues. I don't care how well you get along with your mother or father-in-law. You know, whether it's his parents or your parents or whatever. Don't do it. There's always issues. No matter if you see it now. And you don't live with them. You will always have issues because if something silly or something big like this woman is going through. So that is my first piece of advice on that. Do not ever move in with a mother and father-in-law. I understand if it's a last resort and you have to. Try not to stay for very long. Jump in on this one. Listen. I am already very outspoken. I, me and my mother-in-law have our differences. But our relationship has gotten so much better since I have grown a backbone to her. I love her. But the lady used to walk all over me. All over me. Love her to death. If you don't nip this in the fucking bud right now, your life is going to continuously be hell. And I know that you said that you're not necessarily looking for My advice would be fucking stand up for yourself. They are your kids. They are not her kids. They are your children. She had her chance. When she raised your significant other, and if they have any siblings, 
there. Those are her children. He had her chance. Does not get a do-over. He gets love and care for her grandchildren when you all allow her to. I think the line is definitely blurry because you live with her, so she thinks she has some sort of right. She does not. Does not at all. And the fact that she said, well, I didn't get to do all these things with my kids, so I'm going to do them with yours. No. Major boundary that she is crossing right there. And I know, like, it even says, mother-in-law keeps overstepping grandma boundaries. You have to tell her. I don't give a fuck if she only listens to your husband. Get in her face and say, listen, this is my kids. Like, you have to realize that you can't be the boss of me over my kids. Like, it just doesn't happen. I don't know how old you are. Um, Don't have it in here. But um, the fact that she's trying to tell you how to raise your kids... One, I get very upset when anybody tells me how to raise my kids. They are my children. And there is a difference between advice and somebody telling you. So if you feel like they are trying to tell you, which it seems like she is, trying to tell you how to raise your kids and what to do, there's a difference between that and mother-in-law advice. And, you know, even mother-in-law advice, if it is unsolicited, I don't fucking need it. Right. I do not need it. Do not give me your unsolicited advice from anybody. I don't care if you are coming to me as a genuine human being and like, hey, I saw something. If you come to me, person to person, better not fucking do it in front of my kids because then I'm going to have a real issue because that shit's disrespectful. Unless it's an infant, you know, and only an infant. Like, that's a little different. Because, so, I would like to give my opinion on this because I have an amazing mother-in-law. And I do not tell her often enough how amazing she is and how thankful I am to have her. But, I have ran into my issues with her. Because she is the mother of an only child. And until Piper came along, she had only one biological grandchild. She had two grandchildren that she claimed. But she technically only had one grandchild. So whenever Steven and I's children came along, we've got two. And then my bonus child... And then when Steven was with his ex, Sadie still claims her or claims him as a grandchild. So if anybody asks her how many grandchildren she has, she only has three biological, but she will always answer, I have four grandchildren. Like that's how she answers. So we had some major issues before Steven and I had kids. So whenever Steven and I first got together, Stephen only got Remington every other weekend. Sadie would get Remington every Wednesday. Well, and we just thought, or I assumed, and Stephen thought that that's just a nice thing that his ex was doing, was allowing Sadie to get some one-on-one time with both boys. 
you know, she would pick them up from their Wednesday night activity and get them for a couple hours. Well, come to find out, it was actually in the parental agreement that Stephen was supposed to have Remington every Wednesday for four hours. So from four until eight, he would get out of this after school activity at like 4.30. Well, the parental agreement said for four hours. It didn't say anything about if there was an after school activity or anything. It said for four hours. So we were getting him from the time his after school activity got out until 8.30, which is fairly late for a school kid, you know, and he was younger. And once we finally realized that there was some very very nicely this is a nice way of saying it mis- miscommunication with the whole parental agreement started being like hey we want this time mm-hmm. like we only get him every other weekend and half the time it would be a holiday and we'd only get him one weekend a month like this is ridiculous we want him more so we want those Wednesday nights you can come up with another night that you want her to see the boys, if you want her to see the boys. Well, come to find out, my mother-in-law knew about the whole Wednesday night being part of Stephen's agreement, and so did Stephanie. So, once we finally realized it, we were like, we want this time. She's like, well... Your mom's not going to get to see the kids then. So she was doing that as a way to sort of follow those parental agreements, but then again, keep Stephen from getting him. So once we finally were like, we want him, she was like, well, your mom's not going to get to see the kids on Wednesday night then. Unless you give up your time. And I'm like, he's supposed to have been getting this this whole time. Sadie knew about it and didn't say anything. Even had no clue he was supposed to get these Wednesday nights. Or he had forgotten about them. Because it wasn't just... Because Stephen was like, oh, well, it's only during the school year and I've always worked on the road. So I just always let mom get them. Come to find out, it wasn't just during the school year. It was year-round, every Wednesday night. And it wasn't just for two hours. It was for four hours. So Sadie knew that he was supposed to be getting Remington on Wednesday nights. Well, then Stephen started working closer to home. So Sadie knew about it. She knew about it. Stephen didn't really know all the details with it because he was young when they split up. And he was always gone working on the road. So then I come into the picture, Sadie gets mad that I am cutting into the time that she gets with Remington because every weekend that Stephen would get Remington, Stephen would take him over there to stay the night, at least one night over the weekend. Mm -hmm. So she was getting over half of the time that Stephen got with Remington, she was getting it. 
And then when we started doing stuff, so like we would go, you know, to the zoo for a weekend. Well, she wouldn't get to see him for two weeks and she would freak out. And then had another kid. We revised the parental agreement and got Remington more. And then she would find other ways to go around us to be able to get Remington and Phoenix. I had the same issue with my mother-in-law. It's that first grandkid deal. And it's like this is crazy because it's not even Condra's first grandkid. Um, That's the first grandkid that she actually got to spend time with, though. It's like the other ones aren't around here. Right. So almost identical situation. Right. And although she pushed for me and Daniel to get together, after I told Daniel, you know, like, hey, you know, we're in this situation to where now I'm technically Hadley's mom. Like, we we have a baby. Your mom's got to kind of step out of the picture now. Like, and not even step out of the picture, just stop trying to be mom. It's Condra. I know you're listening. We and I love, love you. you. <laughs> I love you to death. But God damn it, in those first couple years that I just want. I'm not even going to say it. Almost got killed. Almost. Unalived. The actual words on here? I've said it multiple yeah. times and no, I need I'm, to stop. I guess on like TikToks, you're not supposed to say them. But yeah, same situation. So, my only advice is nip this shit in the bud. And if you can get out of her house, do it, man. You got to have a backbone. You got to tell her how you fucking feel. It's your kid. It is 1,000% your child. Nobody else is allowed to tell you what to do. Everybody else has had their time raising their kid. And even if not, it's none of their fucking business what you do with your kid. As long as you're not abusing them. Which it doesn't sound like you are. Just... I mean, it's more abusive that she wouldn't let you take him to the hospital or the pediatrician. Yeah, that is medical abuse. Major. Like, bro. So, my mother-in-law is sort of like your mother-in-law. Not not yours, Cindy. The, the anonymous advice asker. And our kids would be at her house for, you know, one night or... Very rarely is it a full weekend, but maybe once a year. After the kids hit a year old, they could stay overnight somewhere. But up until a year old, they were we didn't allow them. Like we didn't go out to where we were gone overnight. Right. And one of the kids got a sniffle or a low grade fever, and they would have been a year and a half, two years old, maybe three. And Sadie gave them medicine without telling us. They had a low-grade fever because of a sniffle or because of a teething issue or something. So it was like 99. And she was like, I've been giving them Tylenol every six hours because they had a fever. I was like, well, what was it? It was a 99.8. I just went ahead and nipped it in the butt. I'm like... Lady, I know you were thinking right, like thinking for the best for your grandchild and wanting to do that. Don't do that. You're a household where it's like, okay, if you have a fever or if 
you are acting sick and you are looking like you're running a fever, so like cold all the time or warm to the touch but not running a fever, we wait. Wait until it gets up there. Because I want to see if this fever is doing what it's supposed to and getting rid of whatever or if it's getting up there and you're actually sick. I need to see that because if I have to take you to the hospital or to the doctor's office, they need to know that. So we do not give Tylenol very often. And I had told Sadie that. I was like, do not give Tylenol unless it's an emergency or a high fever. I was like, and please let us know before you do it so that I can remind you of what the dosage is. Nope, not at all. Well, one of the kids wasn't feeling too good and they felt kind of warm. So I gave them five mls of tylenol i was like oh my god that's like double what they're supposed to get my kids didn't run even high have fevers fever. my kids run such high fevers that hazel never. will not take medicine she will throw up she would rather throw up than take medicine we were at the hospital because we thought that she had broke her arm and she refused to take medicine it was great Literally spit it all over the doctor. I was like, I told you she doesn't like me. I can't even get her well, to take Remember medicine. that night we thought Moore sprained his wrist or broke it? You remember me telling you about that? He literally laid in bed that night holding his arm or his wrist. And every hour he would cry out, oh, Okay, baby, it's okay. Did not move mm -hmm. that night. Like he laid on his back and did not move. And we let him sleep in bed with us. And he just held his wrist the whole night. And the next morning he woke up and he was still kind of baby in it. And I took him to daycare and I was like, told Amy, I was like, hey, he hurt his wrist yesterday. It's not broken, but. He is acting like it hurts. I was like, so please just keep an eye. If it gets bad, let me know. I will come get him and we will go get x-rays and whatever. And I picked that little shit up from daycare. And she's like, oh, yeah, he didn't, didn't even complain about his wrist all day. Like we stayed up all night. I literally laid in bed watching him sleep because I was scared. And every once in a while, I'd reach over and, like, rub it, make sure it wasn't hot mm -hmm. or, like, swelling or anything. That was our first big, like, scare, like, something's broken. We've never had one. Never had one until Hazel decided she needed to break her leg on the trampoline. Yeah. And she didn't have to get a cast or anything. Thank so, God. Like, you got out in the clear. We did. That, that shit healed up so fast. Thank God. But they're like, yeah, don't let her run or anything. I'm like, oh, yeah, because it's I was going to come over here with one of those baby backpacks and mm -hmm. just hold her on my front for you. Because I was like, Cindy, like in my mind, I was like, Cindy is just walking around with this baby on her hip, not setting her down at all. Literally. Yeah. I like, and I, that last, it was like three days that we had to wait from the time that we were at the hospital to the time that we got an appointment to the, whatever it was. Or, yeah, yeah, the orthopedic group. So it was like three days. And on that last day, I was just like, she was still babying it and, you know, everything. And the doctor had told me, they were like, if it hurts, she probably won't even want to. No, not this kid. She was trying balls to the wall everywhere. And I was like, oh, my God. 
And I'm like, she's just going to damage it more, but there's no way that I'm going to restrain a two-year-old. There's no way. With the amount of energy that they have, there's no way. Yeah, and I told the orthopedic doctor when we got in there, I was like, she's been running around on it. She still complains, especially when she's sleeping, that it just fucking hurts. And it always hurts worse at bedtime, no matter what it is, you know, no matter what's hurt. They told me, they were like, well, since she's running on it and everything, we, it's just this small, small crack up in there. But it looks like it healed. Good. Did I ever tell our listeners about Stevens recently? His broken toe. So Steven, we went to lunch, went home, had lunch, watched a little bit of our show, and he's like, "Okay, I got to go back to work." And he works in town. I work in town, so he picks me up, or I pick him up, and we go home together. Like one vehicle, save fuel, whatever. So we go home, we have lunch, like great conversation. It was really nice, like a really good lunch. I remember that, like going back to work and I'm like, that was such a nice lunch. Like it was so nice to sit and talk to him and watch our show and eat a good lunch. Like I don't remember what we had. He goes back to work. And 12 minutes (laughs) is all he had been back to work. 12 minutes. And I get a call from my aunt, who is the office secretary and HR lady. Hey, Stephen hurt his foot. You need to get out here to pick him up. I was like, what? So I look at my phone and I'm like, it's been 12 minutes. How did he already hurt himself? Like, I legit said that to her. I get out there. And he's sitting on a bench in the office and everybody's like standing around him. And I was like, I look at his foot. He had dropped a giant piece of metal on his foot and it broke his big toe in two places. It broke the whole entire tip off of his toe and fractured his knuckle. But since it's a toe and it wasn't broke bad enough... Like, it wasn't broke at the main joint of that toe. So, the one that attaches to your foot, mm-hmm. they can't do anything about it. I get out there, and I'm like, what do, you, what do I do? Like, I'm in responder mode. I'm like, okay, what do we do now? I'm like, do you want to go to the hospital? Do we need to go to the doctor? What do you want? He's like, no, I just want you to take me home. I looked at him like I was going to kill him. Like, (laughs) I was like, okay. I was like, well, then let's go home. I looked at my aunt and I was like, do I just take him home? And she's like, I don't know. Take him home, get him an ice pack, get him some Tylenol, Motrin, whatever. And I'm like, you lay here in bed. Don't do anything. I was like, I'll be back this evening and like, we'll see you from there. Ended up taking him to the doctor a couple days later and found out it was fractured at the first knuckle and broke the whole entire tip off. His toenail is completely black now. And it's gnarly. It's gnarly. Still very tender because, like, the tip of his toe is floating around in his foot and will never reattach to his toe. 
So I assume he will always have a sensitivity. But I'm like, of all the people in our house, get hurt. You break your freaking toe in two places. What were you thinking? And I even told him that. I'm like, you were at work for 12 minutes. How do you get hurt in 12 minutes? Like, probably hadn't even been working that long. He's like, I literally just started working on this. And I was like, great. You are such a dumbass. I told him that. I was like, you are such a dumbass. You got hurt. I had to leave work. This is ridiculous. Good God. So, that's on Broken Bones. That's it for this week's episodes. I'm tired. I'm ready to go to bed. I don't have to work tomorrow, but I still have to get up with kids in the morning. Sucks. Back to sleep if you want. Maybe if Hazel's asleep. You know the worst thing about being an adult? I'm going to say this before we go. Is that I thought after I went to school that, you know, wake up for school anymore. Right. And I still have to wake up for school every morning and I don't even go. Or during the summer, like, you have to wake up to go to work. Fair. Fair enough. I always thought I would have a job where I didn't have to wake up super early. not a morning person. I've been asked that. Like, that's always what they ask at a job or an interview is like, are you a morning person? Like, I assume they ask that to see if you'll be there on time. And I'm like, no, I'm not a morning person. But if there's coffee, I'll be here. So I make it a point. I don't make coffee at home because I'm like, okay, I got to hurry up and get to work because that's where the coffee's at. (laughs) I have to bribe myself with coffee in the morning to go to work. I love my job. A lot worse than what it meant to be. love my job. But, like, to be able to get up in the morning and actually make it to work. Right. Have to have coffee. To bribe myself with the coffee. That is at the work that my boss always has ready. I'm like, oh, you're a godsend as I'm pouring this giant cup of coffee. Well, I always thought I was going to have a non-conventional job. Like, ever since I was little, like, I wanted to be a doctor. That's not very, like, the kind of doctor that I wanted to be. Yep, at all hours, because you never know when a baby's going to show up. Fair enough. Now here I am, podcasting. That's not really my job. I don't really make any money. And I also just work a regular part-time job, but I'm getting there. You technically work two part-time jobs. Cleaning houses. Uh, fair, fair. And new office job. Part-time jobs. It doesn't, kids. doesn't necessarily make a full-time job, but it is a full-time job. Yeah. Everything else on top of it, it's like working five full-time jobs. Because being a mom is hard, but we do it. Mm-hmm. No, you're doing great, mamas. Bye.